0: Welcome to the MarTech
1: Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're gonna talk about tools that can help you control your inbox. Joining us is Andy Mowat, who is the CEO of Gated, which is the first tool built to help people protect their attention, rather than having it attacked by over 10,000 people. Gated is flipping marketing on its head and in the process, reducing the noise and helping great content get through to your inbox. Yesterday, Andy and I talked about how reaching your audience is evolving, And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about the impact of gated email. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Andy Moat, the CEO of Gated. Andy, welcome back to the MarTech podcast. Great to see you again, Benjamin. Excited to have you back on the show and continue our conversation where yesterday we focused on how reaching out to your audience, how building that relationship is evolving. We're getting more and more cold outbound emails and they are less and less performant over time but it still is a very valuable channel for all sorts of different brands. You can just directly access your existing consumers. And honestly, you can even find people that you wanna work with that you don't have a relationship with. That's the reality, right or wrong. Now you've invented something that I think is a really fascinating solution that allows consumers to protect their time and attention. Talk to me a little bit about Gated and how it impacts not only the consumer's attention, but also the brands trying to use cold outreach.
2: So at a fundamental level, what we do is we take email from people who don't know you. We take it out of your inbox and we move it to a side folder that you can still see and access. And we send an email reply on your behalf, which says a polite version of, hey, I don't know you yet, or you're, looks like you're communicating from a new email. If you want to connect with me, here's my nonprofit. Two bucks, you can make a donation and your email will reach my inbox. Alternatively, we also have like, oops, if you happen to know me and you're sending from a new email address, you can click here to request to bypass the donation. So what we do is for users, and we see a lot, primarily corporate users, but a couple of people also use it on personal email as well, is we'll take off between 30 and 60% of the email, all the people you don't know. And we'll replace it with call it four to 10 donations a month. So what you're saying is in the morning when I wake up, Instead of spending the first 15 to 20 minutes scanning my inbox and taking away all the junk and kind of being in a negative mindset, that's all out there on the side folder. And you can review it whenever you want, but you don't have to. Instead, you come in the morning and you're like, great. Everything in here is from somebody I know, somebody I've communicated with before, or somebody that values my time. On the flip side for the sender, typical cold outbound reply rates, one and a half to 2%. With gated, donated email has a 46% reply rate. We're actually seeing it about 50 percent for the last couple of weeks
1: okay so before we get into the value of the donation and what it means for businesses this seems very similar in one capacity to something that's been around for a little while google's got a couple different tabs and we've got a spam filter why is gating the email and making somebody have a financial obligation to get into your inbox different than just filtering all the emails that you don't know into your promotions tab or into the spam folder or some sort of other mechanism that just basically protects the inbox and gives you a second folder for emails? Why is this different other than you're asking people for money?
2: Yeah, I think the difference is Google assumes that everybody should be in the inbox. They're going to try to use data to pull it out. And... If they're too aggressive you're going to say where did this go and if they're not aggressive enough you're going to say like why do i even have this thing in the first place right so i think the ability to use data to scan the email to us is fundamentally flawed because the whole game of outbound is gamifying that algorithm in the google side right like how do i make it look good enough to hit the main inbox so those games just continue to be played I think what we kind of say is, no, if somebody doesn't know you or they don't have a relationship with you, they don't get to start there, but they get to put themselves in, right? I think the problem for senders right now is they don't really know when they get put in those Google side tabs. And you can use tools to kind of sense and test and understand that. I think the other thing too is that works for you with that specific email. But how does Google start to help you across all of that and how do you start to be able to control it easier yourself right so what we've tried to do is build a tool for you that you control that you can add all of your inboxes to and so imagine somebody who i'm communicating with on a personal level on my gmail and all of a sudden they email me on my work the ability to know across those different emails and understand that relationship is really important so we don't use content to filter email we look at the relationship graph that's what's important to us. And that's what we believe is more important long term.
1: I think that that's something that's worth reiterating. that the difference between Gated and some of the promotions tab that you have is Google and, and all of the other ESPs are trying to figure out is the content relevant to you as opposed to is the relationship relevant to you. So now that we're starting to filter based on relationship, I do know you, you can get into my inbox as opposed to I don't know you, here's a hurdle to make sure that it's worth it. Go into a little bit more detail about the impact of putting that gate in front of it. What does it mean for consumers and what does it mean for marketers?
2: Yeah, I mean, at a fundamental level, here's the root problem. As we talked about yesterday, there's no cost to send a whole lot of email. So no marketer, no salesperson pre-Gated is thinking that through and doing that mathematical equation, right? So they send 100 emails, they get one and a half to two replies, right? With Gated, you can send 10 emails and get five replies. And so it fundamentally, we push the sender to think differently and to spend more time on targeting content relevance than just keep sending more, right? Gated is a long-term bet that we can change the incentives for senders. And if we can do that and we can force them to think differently, the world's better off everywhere, right? Like users get less email, senders get more replies, and the world benefits from a charitable donation as well, too.
1: Now, you mentioned that there's a positive impact for the email marketers because of gated I think you said it was like a 46, even a 50% open rate to make a donation. Help me do the math here. Why is that value? Why should marketers pay multiple dollars per email that lands in the inbox?
2: Let me maybe differentiate between marketing and selling to somebody too. So if you're marketing somebody, you're sending them a newsletter. We'll talk about that in a second. If you're selling them, if you're outbound selling them, you're, you're not going to pay to deliver a marketing newsletter. But you will pay if you're trying to start a dialogue and a relationship with somebody than to do that. And so if you just look at the math right now, like SDRs are 98% of the time, they're shooting in the wind. They're mostly around button pushing, cold calling with no answers, just getting ghosted all the time, right? And if you can change those people to, you have to have less of them, but they're much more focused on conversations. The ROI is there. We sat down with some of the leading outbound sellers and said, they said, great, I understand how this works on a one off email basis. Like why wouldn't I pay that two bucks to have that connection? But it's the time that your teams are spending trying to communicate with those folks and the wasted time of all the noise, right? Versus being able to focus on dialogues and connections. So that I think is the ROI to people. I think we've seen it over and over again, right? Like if I can 20 to 30 X the reply rate on that, and be able to take a smaller subset of people and engage them, that's valuable.
1: Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it Talk to me about the adoption of gated. It seems like this is something that makes sense for marketers. It makes sense for the consumers, but it also seems like right now it's something that most people might consider to be an edge case. I don't know how to handle a response that pops up after I email that's asking me for a donation. I've never seen that before. Is this something that's being widely adopted? Where are you in terms of getting gated to be a common practice? Yeah, we scanned about 10
2: million emails last month we sent about six, 700,000 challenge emails. I'd say the core verticals that we're focused on are marketing, sales technology, data technology. And so within those verticals, sellers are definitely starting to understand this. We're still a small percentage of the total pie. So I look at it this way is, if you're targeting an area with a really broad TAM and you start to experience gated in like three or 5% of it, you kind of move on to the next area. At Cold Tramp, we were selling to anyone that employed people. So if somebody were to take off a little bit of my TAM, I don't pay as much attention. But if you're have a very clear, focused TAM and it's narrow, and you start to see us pop up on three to five or ten percent of it, you start to pay attention and you start to figure out how can I leverage this in my arsenal.
1: So talk to me about some of the reactions that you had, both on the sender and the receiver side, when they experience Gated or when they're going through the process and introducing themselves to Gated. Is everybody happy? Is everybody confused, sad? What's the response been to Gated so far?
2: Yeah, as I said, we've sent about 600,000 of these every month. So it has not blown any relationships up. It is a new behavior. I would equate it in a lot of ways similar to Calendly which is the first time you got a calendar link, you're like, what is this thing? I don't understand this. And so I'd say the sender reaction generally goes something like, wait a second, this stinks. Email's always been free. What's going on here? Let me try it. Interesting. The reply rates are very, very high. And again, I would only see, like, if you're sending a marketing email, don't donate. We can talk about that in a second. But if you're sending a sales email, do. Reply rates are high. Okay. How can more people get gated? So we see early on, we've got some pretty prominent MarTech investors, and one of them said this needs to work for both sides really early. And I think we've been blown away at how people have gone through that mental journey and understood it and welcomed it and started to actually become some of our biggest advocates on the sender side.
1: One of the things that occurs to me is there's a lot of people that are sending out newsletters that are consistently sending from an email address, but when somebody signs up for Gated, The newsletter sender probably doesn't want to pay a couple bucks for each person that's subscribed to their newsletter. What's the way that you handle emails that people have a relationship with, but they're not necessarily actually people?
2: So out of the box, we'll scan everyone you've ever sent to and default all those in, plus allow you to allow any domains. Generally, what that means is newsletters will initially come through and go to the gated folder. Now, we've spent a lot of time trying to not overload newsletter centers with all the gated challenges, but we're aware that sometimes when people send out a newsletter, they may get like 500 or 1,000 responses from gated. And so we've seen some initial like, whoa, what is this from a newsletter perspective? I guess there's, and I've written a really good article on like how to handle gated from a newsletter center perspective. And I would not expect you to spend two bucks to deliver a newsletter. Some people do. But I think it's really your choice to do that. And so we've actually surveyed our users and we said, would you want us to have a list of reputable senders? And I think that's a really interesting one, right? Because somebody said one time, they asked the sender, was like, hey, can you define pornography? And he said, uh, I don't know, I don't know. He's like, wait, I know it when I see it.
1: This is a Bill Clinton thing, isn't it? It depends what the definition of is is. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and so I think
2: our users prefer to default everything out of the inbox and then be able to drag them in. So I think what we're looking at is, instead of a cool, it's in my inbox, let me drag it to spam. It's more like it's not, but let me decide which ones I want to engage with, right? And so for me, I have those two to four that I read religiously every time. And I'm starting with those valuable ones versus the other way around, which is, I'm assuming that everything that's decided to ever send me newsletters there. And so I think it's You can view it as a threat, but you can also view it as like, if I'm sending really valuable content, And a good example is the metadata guys like Mark Huber and Jason, like they send a really valuable newsletter. And if that was one of like 20 or 30, I was getting a day, I would just tune it all out. But because that one is so valuable, I have paid attention and I dragged it into the inbox and I then get that one every time.
1: So as you were going through and starting on this journey, obviously you've come a long way from launching the app. Where did you start? What was the concept originally for Gated and how has it evolved to the point where you are now?
2: I think it started off with blocking the noise. A guy who runs a big chunk of engineering at a top unicorn said, Gated is the noise canceling headphones for email. And we love that. And we've really embraced it, right? And we spent a lot of time working to stop the noise. I think what we're learning in this as well, too, and this is actually what's going to guide like our next product release that's coming pretty soon is some people truly want to shut off the noise and focus just on the relationships they have plus new things. But there's another subset of people that need to live in the noise and can't disconnect. They need to connect and find the signal and amplify the right signal. And so we're spending a lot of time thinking through How do we learn and evolve the product from that point in time? That's been the biggest learning for us that not everyone can and is willing to turn off the noise.
1: So Andy, I guess the last question I have for you is when you think about the value exchange here for Gated, who's paying the bill here? Is it coming from the users have to pay? Is there a portion of the donations that go towards Gated? How does that sort of financial incentive get divvied up?
2: I think at a fundamental level, we believe that you shouldn't have to pay to clean up the dog poop that is dropped on your lawn. Gated is effectively saying, no, let's let senders who value your attention pay for that. So we give the tool away completely free to users and we take a cut of the donation. So it's a sender funded model.
1: Email clutter. It's a distraction everybody gets emails that they don't want and the question is how do you handle them you could put a paywall in front of your email and stop people's immediate ability to grab your attention or you could just continue to filter there's always different ways to solve the same problem gated coming up with a new unique way for you to protect your time and your space and maybe it actually has a positive impact for marketers as well and that wraps up this episode of the martech podcast thanks for listening to my conversation with andy moat the ceo of gated if you'd like to get in touch with Andy, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him over email. His handle is andy at gated.com. or you can visit his company's website, which is gated.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests.